Welcome to the Female CEO Show. I'm your host, Courtney Quinn. I'm a corporate dropout turned serial entrepreneur with a passion for helping female business owners step into your power and reach your full potential in business and in life. I'm on a mission to empower more women to become their own boss while teaching them how to do it in a healthy, scalable way that supports your dream life so that you're running a business and not owning a business that runs you. Whether you're a seasoned entrepreneur or you're still toying with the idea of diving into your own business, you're in the right place if you're looking for tools to support you as you are navigating the world of entrepreneurship as a woman, because I'm going to get real with you on how to do so. Here, you can find raw advice, major breakthroughs, actionable takeaways, mindset shifts, and unfiltered opinions to make this journey more fun and fulfilling, less stressful, and even more freeing. Let's dive in to today's episode. Hello, friend. Welcome back to the Female CEO Show. Today, I want to talk to you about first impressions and trusting your gut in business with clients and with team members. This is a hard lesson that I learned in my first year of business. I was so focused on money and on growing my business that I was ignoring the red flags that I was getting from teammates and from clients when you know, we were first starting to work together. And at the end of 2021, I vowed, I resolved that in 2022, I would listen to my gut when it came to clients. And that if I had a bad feeling about a client, if I saw a red flag in a client, that I would not work with them. I would walk away. Because Every single client I worked with that either during the kind of like sales process or during the initial onboarding process that they gave me a bad gut feeling or they threw up a red flag and I was like, oh, I feel like you are going to make my life a living hell. They did 100% of the time. My gut was never wrong. I just wasn't listening to it. And then I'd put myself in these situations that were mm, less than optimal, let's say, with people who were also less than optimal, less than ideal. Because I wasn't listening to my gut and I was too focused on the financial gains instead of, you know, like my own mental health and thinking long-term. It's really easy when someone is flashing a few thousand dollars in your face, you know, like a few thousand dollars a month retainer that you're like, oh, and then maybe they do something that bothers you, but you're like, "Mm." paycheck though, that paycheck, like we'll work through it. It'll be fine. No, I ended up firing or being fired by every single one of those clients. So just do yourself a favor and listen to your gut. When you feel like you are getting like a bad feeling and you're getting a red flag from a client, like listen, listen to it. And if you can relate to this, like if you've experienced this, you see red flags and you ignore it and you push through anyways 
and it still ends poorly, like, let me know. <laughs> I want to know. Send me a DM if this is something that you also experience. But not only is this just applicable working with clients, if you are service-based, it also applies to teammates. If you are outsourcing, when you're hiring out, when you're building a team to grow and scale your business even further. I would say that's almost even more important. Like these people need to be an extension of you and of your brand and of your business. And if they're throwing red flags at the beginning, ooh, because what this really is, it's like, it's a litmus test of how these people can treat you in the future. So if you're letting people walk all over you in the beginning, like during the sales process or during the onboarding process, like you are just letting them know what they're going to be able to get away with and how they're going to be able to treat you and, you know, kind of what your boundaries are. I had a client who was making me nervous, who was giving me red flags. I ignored it. We pursued it anyways. And they were so unrespectful, disrespectful of the boundaries that I had in place for client communication. I don't give clients my phone number. And I don't take calls that are not on my calendar. And this client was texting me, calling me, and calling me, like, ridiculously. Like, called me, like, three times in a row while, like, I'm not answering because I'm in a meeting that was scheduled on my calendar, you know? And if I would have answered those calls, I just would have taught them they could do that every single time. And that relationship did not, that working relationship did not work out. But I was recently hiring someone and for, I loved her application and I was so excited about her. And for our interview, our call, she didn't show up for the call. She ghosted me and didn't provide an answer. Like she didn't provide any heads up. She didn't reschedule. She didn't cancel the call. Nothing. Like I just sat on Zoom for 15 minutes waiting. And typically I would say I would have like passed Courtney would have like sent her an email and been like, hi, like I hope everything is okay. I was really excited to talk with you more and learn more about you Like, is this interview still a priority for you? Like, would you like to reschedule for another day or time? Let me know what would work for you. But as I'm sitting there ghosted on this interview, the position I was hiring for was going to be client facing. Like she was going to need to show up and have calls with clients, talk with clients. And I was like, if this is how she's treating me, if this is my first impression of her, is her no call, no showing to her interview This is only going to go downhill from here. And she's going to be client-facing. Like, I can't have her no-call, no-showing to clients. And so I just had to send her an email and be like, Hi, I hope everything's all right. But, you know, I'm looking for someone that is timely and organized and that can be client-facing. And with this no-call, no-show, like, that's clearly not you right now. Like, no hard feelings, best of luck, but adios. Like, you don't have a place here. And that wasn't a fun email to send. And I was so bummed. I liked her so much. 
But I had to take that massive red flag that she was waving in my face and like take it at face value and be like, okay, this is how you are going to continue treating me. Like this is going to let you know if you can walk all over me, if I'm going to let you get away with this stuff or if the buck stops here. And I have a close friend in business who I have watched really struggle because she lets people that she hires and outsources to like walk all over her and take advantage of her. And she's so kind and so forgiving and so understanding, but it just perpetuates the problem and people continue doing this. And she keeps being stuck in these shitty situations and she's having to do work and it's like, she's having to stay up all night and get stuff done because She lets this happen because these first impressions are poor. So she was actually hiring someone and she missed the interview. Or maybe she missed her first client call or her onboarding call, something. She missed a Zoom call. And I'm like, get rid of her, fire her. She's gone. Bye. And she's like, well, like, I want to see what her, her answer is. And I'm like, that is unacceptable behavior for her first day. No. (laughs) And she was like, well, I'm just going to like send her a message and see what she says, see how she responds. And then I'll decide from there. And in her response, it was a bold faced lie. Like a simple Google search would tell you that what she was telling her was complete and utter bullshit. And she was like, well, I'm not sure what to do because this was her response. And I was like, girlfriend. Google search, boom, she is pulling your leg and she's just trying to figure out how she's going to be like, you are, this is a teaching moment for you and her, you know, you either say, okay, that's fine and reschedule and she's going to continue pulling shit like this. Or you can do the thing that sucks and fire her and be like, sorry, I don't think you're a fit, and go through the hiring process again and find someone else, but that's going to save you time and pain in the future. Instead of being dumped on by this person who already knows that they can walk all over you, who already knows that they can pull this shit with you and get away with it. No. No. (laughs) As women... Female CEOs, like, we need to lead with a little bit less empathy. Really. Like, first impressions matter, and if you let someone walk all over you, they will continue to do so, and you'll continually get screwed over by clients and team members alike. And it's just a vicious trap if you allow it and you continue to allow it. You have to take the emotion out of it. Take that female emotion out of it and just, it's business. And we need to start acting more like that. Just a little bit. I think there's a place for, like, kindness and soft-heartedness as women in business. Absolutely. And to bring more of that into the business world that, you know, the men don't bring. But don't let yourself be the female CEO that gets walked all over because you are so empathetic, because you are so kind and understanding. At the end of the day, business is business. And that's also why I don't think you should work with friends. I said it. I don't think you should work with friends. I don't think you should work with people that you know, that you're close with, because it 
unless you guys are going to be equals, which still sounds kind of complicated to me, but you can listen to um, one of the first episodes with Janessa and Jessica. They are sisters who work together and it's really worked out well for them, but, but they're equals, you know, they are co-owners. I think if you are like outsourcing work to a friend, things just get really tricky. Even if you're trying to help, even if you guys are really close, even if they're really reliable, it adds another layer of complication, both into your business and into your friendship. Because for me, like, I'll always choose friendship over business. But then you usually get stuck in a less than optimal position where you're having to pick up slack because you can't fully step in to your CEO self to like lay down the law because it makes things really uncomfortable. And then that just threatens your friendship. So keep friends out of your business. I really, really think so. And this is something that I experienced and was able to just like let it go before things got too far before things got too deep. So I do have some experience on this and I've watched other people deal with it on working with people that they're familiar with, that they have a personal relationship with outside of business and it doesn't end well. Because you can't be your full CEO self. You can't be your full badass boss bitch. You can't do it. So don't work with your friends. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to crush your dreams like that, but I do think it's best to keep things separate. If you have found out the secret, let me know though. I'd be interested to know. But we have to start leading with less, with less empathy, with being a little less understanding when people don't show up, when people don't follow through, when people under deliver. I know you've probably seen the meme of like a woman's email versus a man's email and the man is like, where's the report? Like that's the email. And then you see like the girl version and she's like, hey there, like hope you're doing well. So sorry to bother you, but I just wanted to check in and see when the report might be done. It would be really great if you could get that to me as soon as possible, but like no rush. Don't want to bug you. Thanks so much for your time. Have an amazing rest of your day. (laughs) Like we have to show up a little bit stronger as women in business. Otherwise, we're going to get just like shaking around like a little rag doll. And I don't want that for you. And it can be uncomfortable and you feel like you're being mean or like you're being too direct. But just remember, it's business. Like business is not personal. Business is business. And sometimes you just have to get down to business to make shit happen and to make shit go as it should. So if just like take the emotion out of it as much as you can, when you can. And if you have to think to yourself, like, you know, what would a man say right now? How would a man handle this? Then do that. I do think there is some, like, obviously this show is about supporting female entrepreneurs and lifting up women in business. And 
I think there is something to be said about the like heart and gentleness that women can bring to business. Just like, don't be afraid to have that alter ego sitting there ready to come out when she needs to, to lay down the law. Otherwise you are going to get walked all over and I do not want that for you. So listen to red flags. Like when people are showing you red flags, take that at face value and understand that that will continue, especially if you're in the beginning of your relationship, it will continue and it will likely only get worse. It's very difficult for you to be able to train people. Like you can set all of the boundaries in place that you want and you can enforce them. But if people can't respect that and if people continue trying to like break them down and get around your barriers and your boundaries and like be sneaky and scheming and take advantage of you and take advantage of you being a kind person, they're out because it's just going to continue. And I know sometimes that can be hard. It can be hard to fire a teammate. It can be hard to fire a client, but you got to do what you got to do to protect your peace and your sanity and to protect your business at the end of the day as the CEO. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of the Female CEO Show. If you are experiencing any issues in your work, in your life, you don't kind of like this um, with clients or with teammates, whatever you're kind of going through, let me know. Let's have a conversation about it. I would love to hear what you are struggling with in your business or life right now. And would love to talk with you on if there's anything I have to add, on if there's anything I can help with, or if maybe we can find an incredible guest to join the show who would be able to talk about that so we can all, you know, kind of work through these things and grow and improve together. Come find me, hit me up on Instagram at Quinn Creative Co. or The Female CEO Show, and I would love to talk with you more there. I will catch you on the next episode. Bye.